Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 109 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Hello. And I just realized that I think I accidentally named this episode incorrectly in Zencaster, but that doesn't really matter for the audience. Uh, no, you did a couple weeks ago definitely uh, name the, the podcast incorrectly. Well, that that was on SoundCloud, and I fixed that. But this is, mm. I wrote 108, so I wonder what it's going to do, because now there will be two recordings titled Episode 108. But I, that's fine. You'll never recover from it. I'll never recover from this. That's okay. Yeah. So. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, interesting week, Manny. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on, not necessarily in the world of video games, but, no. uh, uh-huh. Some, some might say stressful. Yeah, some of us may have done nothing else other than watch election coverage for the past few days. Yeah, I, it was hard to really, like, play video games, you know? Yeah, I played one, and I was not impressed. <laughs> was it the game that I told you you would not like? Yes, it was. Ooh. Ooh, boy. Well, I have good news, because oh, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we'll start start by talking about the game that you didn't... You, you're not caring for too much uh-huh. uh, in the news where watchdogs legion accidentally had a pedophile pediatrician in the, the game so. yeah so like their weird random script of like how however they make the people made a pedophile pediatrician yeah because it, it said like something like they had an inappropriate relationship with a with a client patient? yeah <laughs> with a client or patient and then it said they were a pediatrician <laughs> And you're just like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> no, that is, uh, that's no good. <sighs> but we skipped something, Manny. What did we? Oh shit, we did. The what the, is the the photo beautiful Photoshop? Now I'll be honest. This was a tough week to do the Photoshop. Uh huh. Because like, <sighs> what we already did Watch Dogs. Yeah. I can't really do like Pokemon very well. Yeah. Um, and then like all the news is just kind of like just basic stuff. So like. I just went with Hobbs and Shaw, and <laughs> it's my hope. It, it's not great. Oh shit! But it, it gets the job done. <laughs> nice, excellent, <laughs> excellent Photoshop there. <laughs> Very exciting. I am the Rock, and you are Jason Statham. I am Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. I I almost wanted to do you, Joseph Biden. And Kamala <laughs> Harris, yeah, but I did. I like them celebrating, but like they haven't officially won. So I was like, yeah, no, no I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to. It's not yeah, worth it for the joke. That's fair. That's so, fair. even though they could very much win, like offic- like unofficially, like be declared the winner, like mm-hmm. while we're recording this podcast. But yeah, definitely. I, uh, as I said, I didn't want to jinx it. It's uh, that's more important <laughs> than our stupid little podcast. So. That is very true. Uh, so instead, we're uh, we're we're uh, one of the greatest movies of all time, Manny. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> that's what I would say. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yep. Uh, but anyway, there's a Tony Hawk update. I, I yeah, it's coming out uh, today uh, slash tomorrow. I don't remember. Uh, but they're adding Crash Bandicoot themed clothing and uh, skate decks and creative park things to the game. Okay. Uh, so that's cool. And I guess they are also adding in like a $5 pack where you can pay 
to buy like uh, Tony Hawk's like official board that has never been in the games before. And that the money from that goes to charity. So that's cool. Um, But yeah, it's just a small update, but I thought that's cool that they're adding stuff to it. The charity stuff always gets kind of weird. It does. Mm -hmm. Because like, I know in like some States, like it can't be counted as charity. Because remember there was that whole thing a few years ago with Shadow of War? There was, yeah. So I don't, I don't know if it was like that. Maybe it was something really specific, uh, but I can't I can't recall. Because um, I remember that turned into like a whole big thing and people were freaking out. And it's like, well, there are state laws. Like every state has like different laws and it just turned into this whole big mess. And where I think they did, like they had a good idea. It's like, hey, you can, because like somebody like died, right? Yeah, but this one, uh, this one Activision nice. said it will donate a hundred percent of the proceeds uh, to public skate parks. Oh, okay, so so that's slightly different. Yeah, um, I would assume that's a little different. And yeah, I guess they're also adding in like new uh, challenge sets and doing some balancing and experience stuff. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, that's the game. That's cool, getting some hot updates. Um. I guess we'll just kind of do some uh, PS5 news. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this was just an update. This was this was tweeted out by like PlayStation. All PS5 console sales on launch day, November 12th or no- November 19th, depending on your region, will be online only. You cannot buy any any like units in the store. So that's bizarre. I uh, mean, I yeah. get it, but yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're just trying to keep people out of stores because of COVID or. Yeah, I don't know. Or if they're just not enough units. Um, but yeah, that's just like a little PSA for next week for mm-hmm. anybody who was hoping to get one day one. Uh, I know someone who is hoping that. <laughs> I, I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> they will not be getting one now. Uh, probably not. Um, nope. which I guess while we're talking about, um, Sony, I, I wanted to, I, now's probably a good time to, to bring this up. I saw a tweet and watched the videos where they did like comparisons of like starting the PS five and the Xbox series X kind of like from, from like a cold boot, mm-hmm. uh, the PS five from a cold boot took 24 seconds. Mm-hmm. The Xbox series X from a cold boot took 25 seconds. Oh shit. But it, when the, the the systems are in standby mode, the PS5 takes 14 seconds to resume. Are you ready for this, Manny? Yeah. The Xbox Series X takes four seconds. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, so that I I watched uh, stuff about the Series X. That might be because of the settings the person had on the console. I I mean, like, yeah, the, whatever. Even if it takes like ten seconds, that's that's still crazy. So yeah, because there's like some weird setting you can have it on so that it never actually is like powered off or whatever, or like actually in rest mode. Mm. It's basically just like a monitor going to sleep. I think there's like some power always on mode. Oh okay. So that could be that, that but could, either way, that's impressive. Yes, that is very impressive. So that that is a little something. And then this was just uh, the the last bit of PS5 news. Um, someone tweeted at uh, Insomniac Games asking if Ratchet and Clank was exclusively a PS5 game, and Insomniac, uh, the Twitter confirmed, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will be an exclusive PS5 well, game. So. I mean, I saw it. <laughs> if it wasn't only a PS5 game, something was wrong. Because, whoa boy. 
No, you you would just have to sit through a load screen every time you load <laughs> in a new area. Ah, oh, yes, that would be the perfect experience. I'm sure it would just yes. take like like a ninety hours of loading. No, no, what they do loading. is you're just falling for like <laughs> thirty seconds as they're like loading in the new area. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. It's just a cutscene. Uh, but Yikes. yeah, that, that's. Do you think you're going to get that? Yeah, I will buy that. Okay, because you didn't get the the remake in 2016, so I was just kind of wondering. Yeah, I had played the last real one though, like mm. new one. Okay. So, so I will yeah, because that. that is actually an excellent remake. So no, I bet I just don't. Care. I didn't care about the movie, and I have seen the first one. So. Right. Uh, and well, I guess we have one more bit of PS5 news. Uh, the PS5 will not support 1440p as a native resolution. So. That is weird. Um, the xbox does as far as i am aware yeah um i i maybe it's just me but i don't notice a huge difference between 1280 and 1440 um to me it's so minimal that i don't really see this as a big deal but i'm sure there's Mm. some people out there that are uh freaking out about this oh yeah this is actually a big deal because it means that uh it'll be weird on most pc monitors so that's strange but uh sure uh but yeah but it, i i get well i guess some people you know they play their fighting games and they want the low latency so it would make sense to play you know console on a computer monitor so never yeah mind. so just overall that's a really weird choice because the series x definitely does do that so i don't i mean i get it, it whatever either way i i think that's just like because it'll yeah. do 4K, which, like, right. why would you do 4K? Well, whatever. I, I'm guessing, like, Xbox is more focused on, like, the PC, like, mm-hmm. thinking PC, where Sony is very much, like, we're a console. You plug it into a TV. I, I'm guessing that's their thought process, and they, they didn't even consider this or something. Huh. I, that would be my guess, but I don't know. But, uh, and then uh, Nibel, the, mm-hmm. the uh, Twitter user who breaks a lot of news. Mm-hmm. He says that Codemasters might get acquired by Take Two, uh, which they're the the driving guys. They make like dirt and stuff, so uh, that would be an interesting acquisition for Take Two. He uh, here's some news. He might not have a Twitter soon. <laughs> oh, why? Yeah, uh, because he got DMCA stricken for an animated GIF. Why? Uh, and it was his second one. Yeah, I think it was an Avengers GIF. Uh, and they gave him a copyright strike for that. You can get a copyright strike for a GIF? He, apparently. So he said, hey, I like this Twitter account, but just so you know, maybe if it's not here anymore, it's because I got another DMCA strike. That <laughs> seems... I, like... I can't remember if it was Avengers. It was some really dumb game thing. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, so, Which, yeah. I guess that would be a Square Enix... What is going on with Square Enix right now? God, I don't, I don't know, man. Because like they they, they did that to twi- tw- Twitch, Twitch, yeah, I, yeah, huh. So that's fun. Yeah, you um, know, maybe maybe it was Spider Man. Oh, because all the Spider Man things he's posting now are ones that were drawn in Photoshop. <laughs> And it says captured in Photoshop 2029 ball. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'd have to go back. It was a little bit ago, but, uh, 
Oh boy. <laughs> Which I guess now that we're talking about Marvel, do you want to talk about how much how they lost a bunch of money from it apparently? Oh no, did they? I didn't see that. Oh uh, yes, uh it, if you're on the Nibel Twitter account, he actually t- retweeted this. I forgot I saw oh, this, but dang. uh Square Enix reported that um they they had a loss for Marvel Avengers. Would not say how many like they sold like units sold, but they only sold about 60% of what they thought. And it sounds like the game cost over a hundred million dollars to make, but only sold about three million dollars or so. Oh boy! Um, so that seems like it was a complete and utter disaster. Yikes! If they co- if it cost a hundred million dollars and they only made three mil back, oh boy. Um, okay, yeah, it was a DMCA strike by Sony uh, Entertainment Europe. For posting a gift taken from Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, weird. <laughs> I wonder if it was because it was like a Miles Morales. I guess I, I don't know. But uh, now he only posts sick photoshops of Miles Morales. This one has a pot leaf in it. Uh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That's stupid. Yeah, that is. Uh... God companies take things a little too seriously because like h- how is nigel tweeting out a gif like gonna hurt your, your oh product, you, you know? mean the thing where he basically is giving free advertising to everything he tweets yes, about right. yeah how yeah. is it hurting it i don't know it's so stupid yeah um uh some more like quote-unquote bad news uh there's a couple delays control it the like the the next gen versions are delayed until next year 2021 and then the medium which is i think an xbox uh like a exclusive i I don't know if it is i just know that i didn't even know that it was coming out this year that's all i know it is an xbox exclusive yes uh yeah that it's it, it was supposed to come out in december so it's only getting pushed back like a month I know it's definitely going to be on Game Pass, which I was looking forward to it because this was the one where like um, it's rendering two different worlds at the same time, and you're kind of switching back and forth. It seems very interesting. Which I mean, it getting pushed back into January, it does not. <laughs> that doesn't bother me too much. So I bet you anything, it is because Cyberpunk comes out the day it was supposed to come out. Now, oh, that would make sense. Yes. Um, so that probably can't compete with that. So that's probably why they delayed it. Which, I mean, it's going to be on Game Pass, so I doubt it would quote-unquote complete compete with it. But, I mean, why why risk it? You know, just kind of yeah. wait, a, wait a month and just kind of... Because by the time you get into January, a few things are going to be coming out anyways, so it's just going to be less competitions. Yeah. Uh, man, news were just kind of flying through today. I mean, I can talk about some stuff. I watched a lot of videos today. Okay. Uh, why don't consoles you... and stuff? Okay. Yeah. If you want to talk, I mean, the new consoles are going to be out next week. So, yeah. Um, the one thing I saw was people were able to finally show, like, just like basically almost all of the PS5 UI. Okay. And uh, it shows your playtime retroactively on all games. So, like, if you go to the trophy list, it just shows you. Uh, how long you have played it which xbox has had forever but uh well xbox like it's weird only some games show it and others don't huh um 
maybe maybe Sony will have the best of all the consoles because as of right now, somehow the Switch has the best. And it's terrible. And it's, yeah, like where you have to wait, what, like two weeks before you can actually see it. And then like once you play X amount of games, you can no longer see your old games. Yeah, I fucking have the parental (laughs) controls turned on on mine so I can see how long I've played games for, which is Mm -hmm. asinine. Uh, But yeah, so like Greg Miller did a video for Kind of Funny and it showed that he had played Avengers for over 100 hours and he had never played it on his PS5 because it was when he first booted it up. So um, that I thought was kind of cool. Uh, and also upsetting because clearly the PS4 has the capability to track this stuff. Oh, and definitely. They're just not. Well, it, yeah, it has to because think about the end of the year stuff that they give. That's for, true. Yeah. Like, oh, here, you, this is the game you played the most. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, I don't fucking know that. How do I know that? Uh, which that's why I just kind of keep like I have a spreadsheet where I keep track of all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, the Series X, man, it just like the UI is the Xbox One UI. Yeah, I and that is weird to me. Uh, I, I mean, it seems very quick because I know that even on the One X, it like kind of chugs sometimes. Uh, but it looks pretty flawless from that. The one thing that I thought was really interesting was the Series X can basically just make games better on its own without any type of like patch or anything. Whereas the PS five cannot. That's interesting. So some Xbox series X game or Xbox one games have had work done to them to be able to run a lot better. The ones that I saw were, uh, Forza horizon four looks fucking wildly good. Oh, like I, now that you say that, I want to download that. Cause yeah. yeah, like Jesus, that will look incredible. So that looks crazy. And like the draw distance is fucking insane. <laughs> it looks so sick. Uh, and so gears Which... of war five mm-hmm. in multiplayer, you can make it, uh, go if you have a display that can do this, which most people do not, unless they're using a PC monitor. Uh, you can make the multiplayer 120 frames a second. Jesus. Uh, so the Series X can output at 120 hertz. Uh, but most games don't support that. But Gears Five, there is an option in the settings to make multiplayer 120, uh, which is pretty sweet. Uh, and then what was the other one that I saw? Sea of Thieves also looked very good. Uh, Which this is all like rendered online. So yeah. just wait till you like come over Tuesday and see it. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to be fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. And so like the people were also finally able to show uh, the PS5 games that have gotten um, increased performance. So like Ghost of Tsushima looks insane at 60 oh, frames yeah. a second. It's fucking so tight. Uh, and that game is weird because it like gives you the pro option. So it's like you still pick resolution mode or performance mode, but the performance is the same on both on the PS5. So if you pick resolution mode, it just looks better and runs at 60. So it's like kind of weird. I think they might have another patch that like changes the options or something, mm-hmm. but that's crazy. Uh, Days Gone got a hot patch. Oh, awesome. so that runs better. Everyone can get hyped to play Days Gone. I don't really know what the difference was. It looked like it was running at a higher frame rate, but I hadn't seen enough of Days Gone to really care. We can ask Scott tomorrow all about it. Because <laughs> he is an expert in Days Gone. Yeah, and the other one that I saw people trying out was God of War, and that's because that game, uh, I'm pretty sure, has an uncapped frame rate. So on PS5, it just runs better 
Uh, and that game could get kind of framey in some spots. So that's cool. Yeah. I thought there was one other one. Horizon? I assume that's going to look. Uh, yeah, Horizon. I don't. That one is the same where it has the same, like the performance and the boost mode or whatever. Uh, and same thing, the draw distance was pretty good in that. I don't know that that one had received a patch. I think it just like the load times are definitely a lot quicker. I, I can't imagine Last of Us looks any better. I just can't fathom that one. No, I think that's the same because I think I think that one's locked at thirty. So, and then the people are all sad because uh, they didn't do anything to Bloodborne, um, which I get because a lot of the stuff in the From Software engine, the physics is tied to the frame rate. So, like on PC, when you uncap the frame rate in Dark Souls, it like really fucks up the physics and stuff. So. Uh, I they what? would have to do probably a non small amount of work to do anything cool to that game. But. The big issue with Bloodborne was like the load times were like forty five seconds or something like that. So it's it's going to be improved just so by yeah that, that right? it is, and they had improved those load times a couple times with just regular patches throughout the course of Bloodborne's life. So they weren't like as excruciating now, but it does go a lot faster for sure. So. Um, so yeah, that stuff is cool. Astro's Playroom looks the best. I'm very excited to play it. And that's just on like that just comes on all consoles, right? Yeah, and I think I will be a huge nerd about that because it's all about like references to PlayStation and stuff, and you like collect these weird artifacts that are just like PlayStation hardware, uh, and then you can like fuck around with them and turn them on and stuff. Collect all the PSPs and the Vitas and shit. And it just it's it looks really fun and like a good showcase of like, oh, this is what this controller can do. This is why it's cool. Hmm. And so that's neat. Um, I believe the Series X, this was another thing. They turned off the quick resume on a lot of games because they were having bugs with it, I guess. So they made it seem like maybe quick resume wouldn't be fully enabled at launch, uh, that it would have patches after launch to make that fully work for a lot okay. of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's all I, I games will load up so much faster anyway, so I don't think it'll be as big of a deal. The quick resume is wild. I haven't seen, I They probably can't do it on PS five. There's probably some weird embargo about it, but, uh, seeing, people go between two games on the series X is staggering. Like yes. it is instantaneous and you're just there again. And it it's fucking crazy. And I told you, Greg Miller said that like he unplugged the console, moved it. And then he was able to quick resume even after yeah. like it lost power. Like I, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. But just moving between two games, it took <laughs> like three seconds maximum. Um, and like, that's the shit that like people can't show Miles Morales yet, but the leaked footage of that game going into it takes no time. Like you launch that shit and it is just there already and it's, it's fucking nuts. So I'm ready for that. Yeah. That's, that's coming out next week, right? Yeah. Six days from now. Jesus. Okay. Things are going to be popping. Things are going to be popping. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess the last bit of news is just kind of a PSA for us, uh, which we're doing extra life tomorrow, um, mm-hmm. Saturday, the seventh, uh, yes. chances are you're listening to this podcast, like after we do that, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we're going to be doing. We're not going to be doing the full 24 hours yes. because, uh, we're old. We're old now. Yes. 
Um, but also, like, I don't know, COVID is happening. It's a pandemic. Maybe we shouldn't be close together in the same room for a full 24 hours. And then I, I feel like 12, 24 hours, it's not going to matter that much. Uh, no, but also, like, I don't know. I always feel terrible afterwards. And, like, you yes. don't want to feel bad and then get sick or whatever, you know? So it's like... Well, that's the big thing. It's just, like, that Sunday is one of the worst days of the year. Yeah. <laughs> definitely for sure because uh, like especially for me because like i'm just like i have this weird thing where i can't fall asleep if it's light outside mm-hmm. so i like get home and then i'm just like in this weird fog all day until it's like nine ten o'clock at night and it's it's awful it is yeah. truly truly awful where now i'll get home at nine o'clock and then i'll be able to go to bed at a reasonable hour and not, yeah. hate, not hate myself the next uh-huh. and that's cool yeah. So yeah. also it seems like it's just going to be the two of us for most of the day. Uh, that might be the case. My brother definitely won't be awake. I, uh, today Scott asked me what time we were starting and I said nine and, mm. uh, he usually has to wake up for work at like 4am. So who knows? Maybe he will be here in the morning, but either way, that's fine with me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like, we don't have to rush him. I'm just simply stating it. It's probably going to be the two of us for most of it. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I guess we'll get into uh, the games we've been playing this week which as yeah. we said I think we were both just so focused on the election that we didn't really feel like playing games too much this week so yeah that's true um, do you want to hear about Pokemon Ta- Crown Tundra sure. or do you want to talk about Watch Dogs Legion uh, we can talk about Pokemon Crown Tundra okay uh, how much do you know about this DLC and specifically uh the 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 big mode that was added the the raid or whatever uh a little bit i know that you can catch all the legendary pokemon yes and you do that by it's like basically like a dungeon crawl Mm -hmm. uh and the way they have it set up is actually very smart um it's can you actually match make you well i'm not there yet (laughs) okay cool great (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna talk about just like the way they have the the uh the dungeon crawl implemented. I actually think it's very clever. Okay. Uh, it reminds me of slay the spire. You know how like slay the spire, you can like pick, pick which way, like, which, uh, like, l- like the path, like there's different branching paths and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Like, okay, I want to fight like this enemy or I, I want to go to this village or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, like the, the dungeon crawl does something very similar in this, where you just kind of like start at the beginning and then it's just like you can fight a water type, a poison type, a thunder type, or like a fire type or something. It's just like all random. And then like when you move forward, then you then it like branches off and then you have like two more choices or like maybe the brand, the, the, the paths come back together or whatever. But you, you're just basically getting to pick your own path depending on which Pokemon you chose. So I, yeah. I think that's very clever. And then at the end, you, you can kind of like, it's just like, hey, this is a water legendary or whatever. Which the first time I did it, it was a Suicune at the end. So nice. Um, it and so like I think that's really cool. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. like I do not want to engage with any of like the online stuff. I just want to be able to do this single player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Game Freak just so stupidly fucked this up <laughs> that you can't do it. And it, the very simple reason is you can't use your own Pokemon. What the fuck are you talking about? You can't use your own Pokemon. Maybe when you start that mode up, it's just like, hey, here's three Pokemon that you can choose from that are just randomly generated. 
What? Yes. Yes. And they're what? just like they're not even level one hundred. So like I I I started out with a level sixty five Psyduck, and that's what oh, I had to use. What What the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would they do this? What did, What are you even talking about? <laughs> yep, that is yep. not that. What? <laughs> nope. Nope. Yep. Yep. What? I think oh, it's oh to encourage God. people to use the online features or whatever, but like I don't want to do that. Okay. Well, I, I fucking can't in the regular game. So no, like, what am I supposed to do now? Uh, Holy fuck, dude! Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's uh, <laughs> they were so close to getting it right, and then they just fucked up a huge aspect of it. Because why can't I just use my? And that's the other issue is like all the battles are Dynamax battles, mm-hmm. and like their Dynamax battles are okay, but they go on longer than you'd want. Oh, definitely. And then they have like their weird HP thresholds for the fucking shield and stuff, and like, and, yeah. and then like when. And then if you have like AI partners, once three of them are knocked out, it's over. Oh yeah, and the AI partners are fucking terrible most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and as I said, I had to, I was rocking a Psyduck, a level sixty-five Psyduck. Because uh, why would I want to use them. any of my like perfectly Ivy bred and like EV trained level one hundred Pokemon? Why would I want to use those, Manny? When because I it would be use... too easy, too yeah. easy for the legendary Pokemon to defeat them. Sure, because like I didn't spend tons and tons of hours getting these Pokemon ready for this, only for Game Freak to completely fuck that up to the point where I don't even want to engage with it. I did it once and I went and then I didn't even get the Suicune because like my AI partners were knocked out and I just went, I'm not doing this ever again. Nice. So I would not recommend doing it, Manny. I would. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't do that mode anyways because mm-hmm. I have most of the legendary Pokemon already, but like, mm, that's dumb. How's yes. the rest of it? <laughs> the rest of it is just an open world area. That well, yeah, but they, there's the, hor- the new horse Pokemon. Sure, that I haven't even tried to get because mm. I don't care about legendaries anyways. Oh, but they're cool and you get to pick one, I think. Yeah, but I can't like what I like to do is I just like to brain dead like Ivy like Ivy breed and then EV train and then level up to one hundred. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I've just been kind of doing is just kind of doing that because they've actually made like EV training super easy in this one with yeah, the po- yeah. po- with the polka jobs. So uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah. So like I that's what I've been just dicking around in Pokemon again. But um, yeah, that that was like supremely supremely disappointing when i found out that i can't use my own pokemon in in the the dungeon crawl because why would i ever want to do that <laughs> uh in other news uh watchdogs legion i'm actually starting to enjoy it a little bit more this game sucks dude. i told you oh you would my hate god it. i told you you would hate it i played it for like two hours and it's like it's okay it sucks as strong it just it's so painfully mediocre. It's like, this is what happens when you remove all charm from a video game. Like, it just feels so sterile and boring. And, like, even, like, the things in the world that I have found to do so far, like, finding the points or whatever, like, it's not fun. 
no. to get the points. It's not fun to like run parcels. It's not fun to drive. It's not fun to shoot. It's just like, what the fuck? What is this, man? What happened here? Like it just and I feel like what people probably said the same thing about Watch Dogs one, but at least like I enjoyed doing the hacking part of that one more than I did in two. And then in two, they were like, oh, well, you got to go like all stealth because you're like the most fragile person in the world. Mm-hmm. This one is like somewhere in between, depending on what class you pick. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like the concept of those characters being randomly generated is cool, but it removes any. Yeah shits i have to give about the plot like i don't give a shit about bagley the stupid ai i don't care about sabine i don't care about the dude you are who dies in the beginning like it just everyone feels so like nothing and then your character i fucking picked this rugby chick for the beginning and she just like all of her lines are so bad and deadpan and Mm. it's just like oh man what the fuck so I don't, I don't know, man. I um, in one of the earlier missions, you have to recruit a construction worker. I don't know if you got to that one. No, I started dicking around in the open world mm. pretty quickly. Uh, I've been using that character exclusively because they <laughs> because you can then just kind of like um, there's like a carrier drone, and mm. you can just like get on the carrier carrier drone and then just fly above the city and get from place to place, which makes things. <laughs> Uh, infinitely easier <laughs> it's not necessarily fun and that's like the biggest issue with this game is it's just like on paper i mean the, the driving's not fun but it's it's good enough to get yeah, the it's, done it's the shooting is just fine just moving around is just fine that's the problem like everything is just fine with this game there's just mm-hmm. there's nothing special about it and like yes you can recruit anybody but like somehow that just still doesn't that's not compelling enough. So this no. is just one of those weird games where like you say it sucks, but like if we don't give like uh, review scores or anything, but like, yeah, this is the most three out of five game you could possibly make. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it, and it's just kind of one of those cases where it's just like, man, this is just like, I'm not that interested in playing in three out of five games, but there's nothing else to play right now. Yeah, I just I should have bought uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla instead. I think as my Ubisoft game for the hot next gen or something because like I, that yeah. at least will have any personality whatsoever in it. Like, oh, well, and you man. didn't even play the last two, so you may actually like enjoy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I told you last week. I was like, it's. I was just like, man, he's going to absolutely hate. Yeah, this is not a fun product, no. and like, I, I mean, I at least want to see what it is like once it gets its next gen patch for the PS5 or whatever. But like, am I really gonna see that that size of that thing and have it be like sixty gigs and be like, yeah, I want to download this mm-hmm. to play for five minutes and be like, all right, shit. Now, I don't want to spoil our Game of the Year awards that we do. Yeah. But do you think this is the most disappointing Game of the Year for you? Uh, Maybe. Just because it's like, I did hope that it was cool. Like, I saw it when they announced it, and it's like, oh, this seems really cool. Mm -hmm. But then it's just like, 
they i feel like they just did nothing with it and that makes me wonder like what the fuck was this like before they delayed it yeah that's that's i i've been wondering the same thing <laughs> like, because it still doesn't run well no it doesn't run particularly great on the pro either so like what what was going on there yeah they delayed this months and like this is god imagine what this would have been if they didn't delay it yeah i who knows man <sighs> The only reason why I ask is because, like, I look at this year and it really hasn't been that disappointing of a year. No, not really. I mean, most of the things I was excited for, I did really enjoy. So, yeah. So, like, so this is just like, this is the first time I've been like really disappointed by a game I bought. So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that just uh, a disappointing product. I'm I'm probably going to keep playing it. I'm going to guess Manny is basically done after two hours. Yeah, I don't know how much longer I have in me. I've mm-hmm. been really tired lately, and I was just playing it and was like, well, I could just not play this. <laughs> uh, well, and like this weekend is Extra Life. Yeah. And then Tuesday is the Xbox. And then Tuesday is when Yakuza comes. And then me. Thursday is the PS5. So yeah. I would say you maybe have one more play session in you. <laughs> yeah, probably. So like you're you're done with the game. I, I Unless I I truly want to see how hot the performance is on the PS5. Uh, lastly, I I, I want to ask why you have Half Life Alex in this. Uh, so I uh, played Half Life Alex uh, after we recorded the podcast last week. I played it on the Oculus Quest. Oh, which was running on a MacBook with an external uh, an external graphics card on it. Mm. And it's it's cool. Sorry, that was yawning. Um, which maybe yeah, it's been a long week. week. And also, that's how I feel about Half Life Alex. Sorry to the Half Life Alex fans. It's like so when people say like, "Oh, this is like the quintessential VR experience. Like this is the one." Mm -hmm. Like, sure. It is, and, like, it is a cool thing. I don't know if you had seen any of the, like, interesting stuff about it, but, like, you, I have, get the, yeah. you get the gravity glove, and you can, like, pull stuff towards you, and it, like, feels really cool when you then catch it out of midair. And you can, like, fully interact with your hands and your fingers and stuff, and, like, you can pick up shit. But it's just one of those things where it's, like, if you're going to go all in on that stuff, at least make everything interactable. Like if I chuck a can at a dude's face and he doesn't react at all, it's just like, Oh, well that's boring. Or like some of the stuff it's like, Oh, I have this like bottle of liquid. I can't even like unscrew the liquid. Like I can't unscrew the top and like pour the liquid out or whatever. It's just, there's like a bunch of stuff that it's like, Oh, I feel like I should be able to interact with this and I can't really. Mm hmm. Um, and other than that, like it is just outside of the cool gravity pulling shit. It is just like a shooting game and like not even a particularly great one. Like it's just like, oh, yeah, you can like load the clip manually and that feels cool. And like, I guess I do like the way item management works. Like if you pick up ammo or like resin, which is the currency in the game, you just kind of like put it up behind you and then it like recognizes that as you're putting it in your backpack. Right. And this, the same thing, like that's how you take out ammo. So like when your clip is empty, you eject the clip and then you just put your hand behind your back, pull out a new clip and put it in. And like, that feels cool. And it feels cool being able to move around like boxes and things like that to like make it so you can go other places. But it's just like, 
I don't know, man. I am. I feel sometimes like I am just like the harshest VR critic because I feel like most people play it and they're like, oh, this is so cool. It's like our lives are changing and stuff. But it's to me as someone who plays video games all the time, it's just like, yeah, like this just doesn't do it for me. And it doesn't look that impressive graphically because of the resolution and the headsets and stuff. Well, and like for me, like I get motion sickness from stuff. So like that is can be an issue as well. Yeah, so it's like like I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just like I don't get motion sick, but it's one of those things where I can't play VR for a super long time because I get which, super hot. Which I mean, a lot of people can't play it for very long, and that's another issue. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I know. Like one of the, it was like a space like flight game, and like that specifically, I could only play that for about five minutes, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Which I know yeah. is not like uncommon. I know that was a common complaint with Half Life Alex. Did you finish it or just play a few hours of it? No, I just played like two hours of it, um, and then like after the. I died and was like, I got to take this off because I am sweating and going to die maybe. Uh, And then I watched the person who owned it play a little bit later in the game and it didn't look like it got that much more exciting. Mm. It's just one of those things where it's like, I feel like every VR game is a tech demo and it's like, it feels fun to fuck around for an hour and a half, two hours. But then after that, it's like, do I really want to be doing that for another like 20 hours? Like definitely not. Yeah. You may really like, like, um, this, this, the saber one saber. Yeah. Be like, I would like beat, beat saber. saber a lot. I think and I should have asked to play that. Cause they had that, but it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It was just, this is the thing that people are like, ah, yes, this is the VR game to, to right. do it with. And it's like, well, I guess it is cool, but it's just it's one of those things where none of it really impresses me that much. And it's maybe it would have been a lot cooler if it was on the brand new Quest 2 because it would have been a higher resolution display and stuff. And you'd be like, "Ooh, pretty. But it just yeah, to me, it doesn't it doesn't none of it blows me away. And I'm bummed by that because I would really love for VR to be the future and like to have it be this really cool thing. But it just seems like no one is capable of making a game that isn't just like a shooting gallery tech demo thing. I don't want to say no one's capable, but like it's a really stupid investment. It is. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like it's there was a point where like tons of companies were tech companies were getting way into it and like we're like, oh, yeah, we're funding all this crazy VR shit and just like nothing super great came out of that. And I think that was its big chance. Yeah, it it seems like one of the most impressive ones was like um, uh, Resident Evil 7. Yeah, and people also really liked the Astrobot. Yeah, um, Astrobot the... seems like, uh, which those two are like PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, those are PlayStation exclusives, yeah. Uh, but yet, it seems like even PlayStation's like backing away from VR because I don't think we've heard pretty much anything about VR with the PS5. Um, it will work. It will work, but like slightly they don't, better. They don't have any like new games for it or anything. No, they do not. And I think you have to buy an adapter to make the old PlayStation camera work mm. with it. So yeah, that's. 
that's uh that's half-life alex which yeah it seems like i think you should have definitely tried out beat saber because like that seems like something that would be really up your alley yeah i think i would enjoy that it's just like i i don't know i was like well this is the one that everybody says is like the craziest wildest shit i should Mm -hmm. see what it's like it was like it is cool yeah that is true it what was it like one of the most immersive experiences you've ever had in a game or no I, I I don't know, because just none of it feels that special to me. Like, I don't get drawn in, mm-hmm. and I'm in a room where other people are talking about other stuff, so it's like I can't really concentrate on, like, being immersed in the game or whatever. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's just an odd experience. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a, that's a, a bit of a bummer, but, like, I, I, I think, you know, VR has a lot of implementations outside of games. Like maybe games is not really like VR's, uh, you know, future. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least like, you know, I, I think it, it'll probably be, be like this small niche thing, but I just don't think uh, people don't have the money that, you know, people just don't have the money for it. And then mm-hmm. I, I think the other big thing is there's just not the games for it. So like, there's just, there's many issues with VR, but um, yeah. Yeah. I think it is a cool experience the first time you try it with almost like any game, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember your first VR game? Uh, yes, I played Job Simulator. Yeah, that was my first experience as well, which that was really cool. Yeah, when Nukio got the PlayStation VR, we played all the demos and like games and stuff. So I played the demo of that. I played the demo of Thumper. Uh, and I played whatever the fuck the game was that came with the VR that had like the gangster shooting gallery in it. <laughs> um, and I I kept trying to light the guy across from me on fire with a lighter. Mm. They wouldn't they wouldn't let me do it. But yeah, that I I don't like for me VR hasn't like surpassed that first time I've tried it. No, yeah. So unfortunately, it seems like it doesn't really get a lot better than that. And that's kind of unfortunate. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that really depressing talk about games, <laughs> are you ready to talk about a cinematic masterpiece? Man? Oh, dear God. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Um, let's start with some positives. Uh-huh. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is excellent in this movie. I do like Ryan Reynolds in this film uh he just he's only in a couple scenes but the scenes he is in he basically steals the scene yes uh so great job ryan reynolds Uh um great action sequences we can kind of get into some of them yeah there are a lot of the action sequences are very cool (laughs) i i will give it that (laughs) uh and uh there's some there's some good banter between uh hobbs and shaw yes um yeah they just have good banter like especially in the beginning when they hate each other yes yes and they're uh, like thre- they're basically like wrestling threatening each other mm-hmm. which i i always enjoy um god uh but do you want to get into what you don't like about this movie because i assume I the way you're I just don't like it that much i don't know what it is and i feel like it's so long even though it's not really it's it, like I think over two hours is unnecessarily long for the the movie because yeah. like not enough like happens plot wise to justify the length. I would say no, definitely not. 
Uh, they definitely could trim uh, quite a bit, quite a bit of fat. Like it doesn't need as many action sequences as it has. Uh, no, definitely not. Um. Yeah, this is a really hard one to just kind of like break down and go through plot by plot. Um. <laughs> Well, the, plot, the plot is wild so like that's the part that i can really get behind is like it's so fucking dumb <laughs> shaw's sister hattie is played by vanessa kirby is in like this mi6 squad and they are trying to recover this virus and she injects herself with the virus on accident not an accident it seems like it's on accident. No, because like she gets like I do remember this. Like sh- they get like jumped. They and, do, and then she's just like, I don't, I can't let this person get it. So I'll I'll inject it into my body, and then I'll have it extracted later. It seems okay. like that seems like what her plan was. Okay, because to me it seemed like she like got pricked by the thing and was like, ooh. No, I think <laughs> I she did it on, like it. To me, it seemed like she did it on purpose, so that way, like it could keep it out of the hands of yeah, Idris Elba. Okay. Uh, I forgot Shaw's sister was in this movie, and we didn't watch it that long ago. No, I remembered that because I think she's very attractive, so I never forget. Uh, that was unnecessary. The whole Hobbs and you know her like having this like weird relationship that where like, they kiss once yes and it's very weird yes and then there's no payoff at the end either there's no payoff at the end for that uh, which is fine because like I just don't see them as a couple anyway <laughs> <sighs> well uh, th- there's so many weird things and then like what the fuck was the Russian lady that Shaw was clearly like involved with. I I, I, envision, I envision that was more just like their fuck buddies type of thing. Yeah, I assumed that too. But then they like don't go into that, and like she didn't even really betray them or anything. Like it just, I I don't know. They introduced this mean? character with no explanation. Uh, that she her job was to just get weapons and stuff for Hobbs and Shaw so they can go into that Ukrainian base. No, I know, and it seems like she was gonna betray them or something. Like there was no, it just didn't. They, why did they need those weapons? They're backed by the government. Uh, n- no, they were like the government. Well, actually, because like, yeah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds definitely could have helped them. It seems like yes. So could the other guy. Well, it didn't make yeah. any sense. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, yes, the other guy, where Ryan Reynolds and whatever his name was, and the guy's just like, my guy didn't even recognize me, and he yeah, I asked twenty years ago. Okay, so this is gonna sound bad, but who is the air marshal? What is the actor? Kevin Hart. It was Kevin Hart. That's what I thought. Okay. He was all, I enjoy his part as well. Yeah, when he's in the bathroom <laughs> pooping. <laughs> that scene, they're arguing, Hobbs and Shaw are arguing on the plane. And uh, when they turn around and it's Kevin Hart that starts talking to them, I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and then, yeah, he's an air marshal and he really wants to be in on their whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they just, they don't have any, they don't want it at all. No, they are not interested in this probably 5'5 man. 
Uh, but they do eventually use him. They do. Um, oh, we should go back and talk about the uh, the airplane scene when uh, because when they get into the airport, uh, Shaw basically gets uh, Hobbs arrested. Yes, uh, <laughs> and his he, he made like fake names for them, and his was Mike Oxmall. Mike Oxmall. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. And then he comes in. Uh, all smiling, and he's just like every, people like me. And yeah. he tells that Russian lady that he likes her babushka. He does, yes. <laughs> I also like before that when you're coming with us, Mike Oxmall, and he's like, oh, please, I go by Michael. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. What a dumb gag that is. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's classic and their fucking their their backstories were so elaborate like shaw's was that he's like he's like something but also a part-time ski instructor it was like what the fuck why do you need that elaborate of a lie to get on a plane dog i don't know what was the rocks I can't. I can't even remember <laughs> those clothes. <laughs> the clothes so, that he was actually wearing was just great. <laughs> so tight, <laughs> so tight with his fucking beret. <laughs> oh man! See, like there are moments of this movie that genuinely just did make me really laugh. No, uh, definitely. There's a lot of like dumb stuff like that. Uh, and then just like, but then there's the whole ending part, man. When they well, go to Samoa, that part we'll get into. I don't really like any of that that happens. No, there. but like when they go into the Ukrainian base, mm-hmm. and then the Rock has to knock out that big guy, and then Jason Statham has to take out like that entire room of people, and then uh-huh. he just keeps smashing heads against the the reader to finally find one it just, very well done that was yeah then they open the door and they're all waiting for them anyways mm-hmm. uh yeah and then they get electro juiced a little mm-hmm. bit there uh, it seems like more than a little bit the the, the, <laughs> the four times and that seemed yeah. awful yeah that was no good no um and then yeah that after that Oh, there was that whole action sequence of them driving all over the place, which was crazy. Yeah, that was a crazy action sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Idris Elba, man. He just is. So yeah, that's the plot of this movie is that this group called Etion mm-hmm. was trying to get this virus out into the world as a programmable virus. And if they can program it to like destroy the weak basically because they believe that humans should have to evolve. And like, that's what the magical computer voice, uh, who is the leader of the group rebuilt Idris Elba. His name was Brixton, the Brixter. I don't know. I, I don't know what he was saying because of his British accent, but the Brixter Bri- is the name. Yes. Brixton. Okay. Moore. The Brixter is the name of the villain in Lego Island. Okay. So that's why I kept thinking that. Uh, and yeah, so he was basically killed by Shaw and then rebuilt as like a fucking magic cyborg man. 
Uh, yeah, he's a uh, black Superman. He's black Superman. Uh, and he like has a bunch of like weird shit. Like it shows the scenes through his eyes sometimes. And he has his augmentations to show like how much force someone is using behind their punch or like what the probability of attack is like and shit. And he's just got like super strength. Mm-hmm. And at first you just think like, oh, maybe he's just got like fun eyes and he's really strong. But then there's the scene where they're like fixing him and they have this like back oh, open yeah. and it's like all fucking metal and shit. And I was just like, oh, OK, he's just truly a metal cyborg man. Yeah, he's a metal cyborg man. And like that, I the 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 Etion that he works for, they wanted like essentially something like the coronavirus that is going to infect the entire planet and kill off all the, all the weak people, which I don't know exactly what that means. <laughs> uh, which, because like, does that mean I would live or I would die, Manny? Cause I'm not the strongest uh, person, but uh, it depends. I mean, if you're got the strong enough will to survive Matt, then you deserve it and you can win your robot enhancements. Sweet. Um, yeah. I don't know if I really am excited about that. Like, I don't know if I would be on board with Cyborg. Um, If I could do a lot of the stuff Idris Elba was doing, I might be on board. He has the coolest motorcycle in all the movies, though. Okay, well, that... What the fuck is... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his, like, transformer motorcycle that, like, lets him fucking basically just, like, do a front roll, and then he's on the... When he goes under that truck, he goes under the truck. It's crazy. And, but then like, there are other scenes where he just like totally eats shit. And then is all of a sudden just like back on it. Mm-hmm. Well, cause like, like it can like start driving without him and then he can like catch up to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has like the coolest motorcycle in all of movies. Um, I'm trying to think, like, after the scene that where they're in the Ukraine, that's when they go to Samoa, right? Yes, because they're like, <laughs> the machine that was going to extract the virus got damaged. Right. And the, the doctor who could do it was killed. Which they didn't even know about the doctor being killed. That's they true. Didn't, they didn't even give a fuck. They did not care what happened to that doctor one way or another. They're just like, I am out of here. And so they're like, we got to find someone who can fix this. And the rock is like, I know someone who can fix this, but we're going to have to go somewhere. I haven't been in 20 years. Mm -hmm. And then they go to Samoa and his brother, who is a mechanic, by the way, and would not have been able to fix that fucking insane one of a kind machine uh, fixes it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also another one of his brothers was Roman Reigns. That is true. And somehow The Rock makes Roman Reigns look tiny, Mm -hmm. which just breaks my brain in magical ways. Yeah, so the the whole Samoa part is buck-ass wild because it's like it's trying to get in its Fast and the Furious shit. Mm-hmm. all at once we're like yo it's all about family my man and it just to me the whole thing feels so wildly forced in a way that like isn't even that funny it's not funny and like i think the action sequences are like they're too much and they're just they're not that cool no so like yeah he apparently his dad uh 
would rope him and his 800 brothers into <laughs> yeah, doing he has, he has a lot of brothers he does and he they he roped him into doing illegal shit but then the rock had had enough and turned him in and then never came back and so his brothers all feel like they betrayed him or whatever and but his mom was cool with it and then she was like we're gonna do everything legal now and got rid of all their guns so they're they're all ready to like fight these crazy people um and they realize that they can't do it because they don't have guns but it's okay because they're gonna do it old school and they're gonna like set up like guerrilla warfare traps and like just beat them up with pieces of metal and shit and that's fine if the people didn't have guns but oh don't worry the guns that the etion people have only work if you have a magical chip in your body but they can figure out how to shut him down for six minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's when they'll hit him real good. Yeah. And that's when they had that like whole big plan with the, the fire. And then, <laughs> yeah, this scene, like this is the least, this is my least favorite part of the entire movie. I just don't yeah. think, it, I don't think like any of it works for me personally. No, I do like when they fight Brixton at the end in the rain because that's the most over-the-top bullshit the one my one complaint about that is there's that moment where they're like did you see that if we work together we can defeat yeah. him." and it's just like as a director you don't have to have the character say that out loud. i don't know matt how would we know yeah, how would the audience they know how would we know they, I mean, they, they could have just looked at each other and nodded, and it, it would have had the same thing. But instead, uh, the director's like, Fast and Furious, you know, moviegoers are the dumbest group of people on the planet, and they need everything explained to them. Oh, because, like, if they all of a sudden just start working together, because they haven't been working together at all for the past, like, you know, 20 minutes or this entire movie, basically. <laughs> Jeez, I was just like, why Why did you have to explain this? See, story? I love that part. Because <laughs> it's so dumb that that's what I thought was hilarious. Like, that's, I burst out laughing again at that part because it's like, ah, yes, through the power of teamwork, we yeah, will I defeat can't. our foe. Yeah, and it's like, it's just like, oh boy, this is some real <laughs> anime bullshit where it's like, oh, I'm going to defeat the demon lord with the power of courage charged into my fist <laughs> and it's just like oh this is so dumb mm-hmm. and it's like yeah you didn't realize that if one of you was in front of him and the other one was punching him in the back of the head that would work because uh-huh. like i could have told you that man <laughs> uh yeah yep that was that just upset me because i was like that is something that does not need to be said in oh any- not even a little bit <laughs> um but I mean, otherwise, how would we know that they've come to terms with each other and are now a cool, good team? Sure. Yes. Um, after that, they save the world. Uh, they do. And then there is the like final, uh, the see, final thing. And. And it's just it, it kind of just shows um, it shows Hobbs and uh, well, I, I guess. What is his name? Brit- not, uh, Deckard. Deckard and, Van- and Hattie. They yes. go back to visit their mom uh, because at the beginning of the movie, it showed Deckard Shaw talking to his mom it, while she's in prison, mm-hmm. which does it. Sh- 
I don't remember her getting arrested. She didn't get arrested in Fate of the Furious. That's what I thought. Uh, that, so that just was something that they made up for this film. Uh, but like she could have broke out, but like she just didn't want to. Uh, she was just too sad. Also, like they they made a reference that Owen was dead. When did that happen? Yeah, he didn't die. So, so like that I don't get. And also she, Helen Mirren is in nine. Right. So like, uh, whatever. Well, my, my, uh, my assumption was that like Helen Mirren will be in it and then maybe they'll bring Owen Shaw back because like, just because yeah maybe, but then like they make a reference that he's dead in this, unless he has another brother that we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know that they were saying that he was dead. I think she was trying to say like, your brother got wrapped up in some weird shit, like when he was working with Cypher or something. I have no idea. No, no. He like Deckard Shaw specifically says, I watched my brother die. Oh, I think that was specifically about Brixton because he was saying you were my brother. Maybe that because there was a point where he specifically is talking about Brixton and as if he is his literal brother. Okay, that confused me because he ha- he has an actual brother in this series. Yes, I know, and it is very confusing. Yes. Okay, so I just assumed that meant Owen was dead, and we just didn't see that. No, no, no. That was he was talking about Brixton because they were like brothers in MI6 or whatever, and then okay, he got betrayed and had to kill him, and he felt like because his whole team. Was framed. They they died and whatever. I hope that's the case because I, as I said, like I thought they would bring Owen Shaw back into nine in some way. Yeah, um, probably that will probably happen because I don't think Jason Statham is going to be in nine. No, uh, so, so that would at least be a way to keep that storyline going for at least a little longer. In that, but I'm telling you, they better be in ten. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what Tyrese Gibson has to say on Instagram about how he's never working with the rock again. I, they gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Put your differences aside for me. Uh, yes, that would be that the world needs that. The world uh, needs that right now. And then like, while that was happening where, while they went and visited their mother, they showed Hobbs going back to Samoa with his daughter. Yes. Uh, where he, where she can meet her family. Because they made a reference how her family tree was basically just the rock. Yes. So immaculate conception from yes. the rock. Yes. Why, okay. So why don't they get into that? Where? Who is? Who is her mom? I assume she's dead. I assume that too. But like, don't you think that they would like try to use that to characterize him at all? Uh, that's got to be in the next Hobbs and Shaw movie. <laughs> that's Hobbs and Shaw too, when she also is working for Etion. Yes, I just hope Ryan Reynolds comes back. That's, that's I also hope Ryan Reynolds comes back. But I so there was another scene earlier, which should have been the post credit scene, where the really poorly voice changed voice is speaking out of the helicopter and is like, mm. "Oh my God, Hobbs, you don't remember me!" Ha ha ha! And it's like. He's like, but you you will remember me and I'm coming for you. And it's just like, oh, cool. Can't wait for robot voice to make its return appearance in Hobbs and Shaw 2. Yeah, uh, which I wanted to ask, do you think that's going to be somebody new or like someone from like maybe five? I think it's going to be new because 
they didn't say they know Jason Statham. And so, like, yeah, it could be somebody from five, but like, who gives a shit? Yeah, Unless like, it's, oh, what if it's one of his teammates who got killed? Oh. That would be hilarious. That would be crazy. That would be hilarious because all of those characters were so forgettable. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be tight. With someone on his team, and then he. Yeah. That could work. Because they all because they all got killed by mm-hmm. uh, Reyes there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I know if any that. of them come off as like running an evil organization, cyborg <laughs> organization. That's why it's a good plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, never see it coming. No, no. You'd be like, wait, this guy? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like seeing that oh, guy oh, fight oh. Jason Statham in The Rock, you'd be like, I don't think so, dude. What about Elena? <laughs> That would be tight. (laughs) That would be so tight. (laughs) Because then they just kill her unceremoniously. That'd be so sick. (laughs) She's been running a secret organization the whole time, and you didn't even know about it. That would be awesome. Well, then it was like, I was like, well, maybe it can be Cypher, but then it's like, oh, no, because she would hate Shaw, too, and would know... And like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's it's probably just going to be some random person. It's going to be some fucking random ass dude. Uh, but then can we talk about the true post credit scene, Matt? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it? Out of control? You Janus or something like that? <laughs> I, I was more concerned with the fact that they just literally spoil Game of Thrones ending. What do you mean? He, Ryan Reynolds literally says what happens in the end of Game of Thrones. Wait a minute. That is the post-credit scene. Was there two post-credit scenes? I don't know. I'm thinking of the one that act- that happens after the post-credit scene, or the after the credits are over. There was one maybe it middle. happens. Maybe it happens slightly earlier. I don't know, but it's when Ryan Reynolds is fighting all the guys in the room. Okay, and he like calls the Rock, and then it's really the Rock's daughter. But he says that, like, oh, you guys sound so similar. Like, you say you sound like the same person. Can you put your dad on? And he's like, I'm on now. And he's like, oh, we got this other virus. It doesn't melt your insides. It melts your outsides. And then he fucking... He's like, oh, but I've been wanting to talk to you. Like, can you believe the ending of Game of Thrones? And he's like, I don't watch that. And he's like, oh, don't lie to me. And then he like literally says what happens at the end of Game of Thrones. It's just in case for some reason, someone who listens to the podcast does not know about. They literally say what happens at the end of Game of Thrones. And I was just like, wow, that's kind of a bold move. Okay. Did you know there's two post credit scenes? I did not. Because the one that I watched, uh, (laughs) The Rock calls uh, Shaw. And Shaw, okay. is, Shaw is at a bar. Okay, I did not see this. And he is getting a beer. And then uh, Hobbs basically called the police on Shaw. So the police have him completely surrounded. And then, like, they call him Huge Anus or something like that. <laughs> like, it's basically a reference to the Mike Oxmall. Yeah. But okay, then so uh, I get that. Uh, is so yes, and then that that's how it ends. Where like they they have this like banter back and forth, 
and, and then they call him Hugh Jadis, and then like that's the end of it. So <laughs> that's really funny that we both watched different post credits. So you didn't have the. You didn't have the one with Ryan Reynolds? I think I, like, because, like, I just skipped ahead, and I must have missed it. Okay, because I just, like, I remember us seeing it the first time we watched mm-hmm. the movie, and I f- totally forgot about it until that moment when I was like, oh, shit, I almost watched this movie with Calvin, and he is watching Game of Thrones actively right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to post this because it has both in there, so I guess you can watch the other one, and I'll watch yeah, it. I can watch one. the other one. Yeah, so I was like... I t- I texted him and I was like, yeah, don't watch Hobbs and Shaw's post credit scene if you watch that movie. Also, I don't know that you should watch Hobbs and Shaw, but like, yeah, I just thought that was really wild because it was not that it didn't come out that long after Game of Thrones was over. Mm, that's and so, it's yeah. like if if you had not seen Game of Thrones, like he uses terms from the show, so like he wouldn't know what he's talking about. Uh. But otherwise, like, if you know what happens or, like, you had been watching the show, you'd be like, oh, really? What? <laughs> uh, that's that's really funny. So that that's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, we'll have to watch that after this. The podcast. Yeah, so, definitely. Right? I'm ready for small anus or whatever his name is. Um. So lastly, uh, before we wrap up this very quick episode, mm-hmm. um. I guess we have to just rank the final Fast and Furious movie. We'll probably, when we watch 10, we'll probably just hop back in here and update our list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now, uh, do you want me to read down the list or do you want to just do that at the end? Because I can see you're into the in this now. so We can just do that at the end, I think. Okay. Uh, looking at this, where are you thinking Fast and Furious will end up? I, dude, I don't even know. Like, it's so weird. I feel like it is such a different movie. It is. I do think it's better than Fate of the Furious. I also think it's better than Fate of the Furious. Because I think, and then I think it's more fun than Too Fast, Too Furious. Dad, see, I don't know about that. I think Tyrese Gibson and Paul Walker have a great time. Uh, but then, like, Hobbs and Shaw are also great together. Uh, they are, but I would much rather be watching Tyrese Gibson and Paul Walker. And uh, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Okay, so I guess it's seven or eight where we're talking, which is really sad that the last two movies are like are at the bottom of the list. That means, but that is. I guess guess I would put it at eight or like (laughs) or six, because I think if you're going to say that it's better than Too Fast, Too Furious, it's also better than Tokyo. Well, Drift. I was going to I was going to keep going and say I think it's better than Tokyo Drift, but you stopped and said like you don't even think it's better than Too Fast, Too Furious. No, I don't I don't think it's better than Too Fast, Too Furious, but like I it's just such a weird thing because like I feel like it is in a similar vein of why I don't really like Fate of the Furious that much where it just doesn't feel like a fast and furious movie. It does, but it's I mean it's a spin-off. So like you can't really be like, "Oh, well that's what it has to be." But then they like try to sh- really shove it down your throat that it's like we're all about family. And like that makes us a fast and the furious movie. And it's like, "Well, I mean like kind of kind of." Yeah, like I, that as I said, the whole last sequence does not work for me at all. Oh, I that whole part where they're in Samoa, it does not work for me even a little bit. Where I do actually like the ending of Too Fast Too Furious where like yeah. 
they go into that garage and then everybody comes out and then everybody splits off and then they're crash the boat and they crash the (laughs) the car into the boat. Yeah. Like that's tight. Uh, yeah. Uh, so like, I, I will say that like, I think too fast and too furious has a better ending. Yeah. Um, I was also much higher on too fast, too furious anyway, where, uh, so I'm okay with that. Um, so I guess we will put, uh, fast and furious presents Hobbs and Shaw at number (laughs) eight. Uh, so that means at number nine is the fate of the furious uh, number eight. I'm just going to say Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, number seven is too fast, too furious. Number six is Tokyo drift. Number five is the fast and the furious. Number four is fast and furious. So that's the fourth one. Uh, number three is fast and furious. Six. Number two is fast five. And number one is furious a seven. Now we don't have any more Fast and Furious movies to watch right now, which is uh, kind of sad, but that's also exciting because that means next week we have new consoles. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have that to look forward to. So that's what we're going to be talking about primarily next week. Um, uh, do you have anything else you would like to add to this uh, to this uh, podcast episode? Man? Uh, I mean, not really. I rewatched Fast 5, 6, and 7 last week. <laughs> And you uh, stand by our uh, ranking. Oh, I so do. <laughs> They're so good. I assume you'd probably flip five and seven. Uh, no, I don't know. Seven okay. is so good. It is. Seven yeah. is so good. Yeah, like I, you really can't go wrong with any of those three. So no. Uh, so yeah, that's that's our list. Uh, we'll probably start getting back into like our normal part threes here shortly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, where we'll probably have a frosty. Maybe I'll come up with like a top ten list we could do. Uh, then we're going to be getting into the game awards here in December, and then we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do for our categories podcast because yeah. I enjoy talking to you, Manny, but I don't want to record a podcast on Christmas Day. No, I don't either. So uh, we'll have to figure out. I mean, we can record it beforehand and put it up on Christmas Day for a Christmas present to us. Yeah, all. that's what I'm saying. Like, we'll have to figure out another day. We're not going to be doing it that Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then I'm usually busy on Christmas Eve night as well. So. Yeah, same. So. Uh, so we'll have to either do it the day after or do it like a Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Yeah. Uh, which that's that's something we can figure out in the future. But yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That this has been uh, fun. Uh, what, this has been fun. Uh, yes. The Fast and Furious uh, franchise. Um, I, I I guess now that we're at the end of this, I'll ask uh, the question a couple questions about the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, in the end, who do you think your favorite character is? See, I don't know. I don't know. I can't say anymore. I don't think because I, before I would have said Han is my favorite character. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's not in the movies that much. No. And I see, I really like Ludacris. I just, I really like Tej as a character. And so I don't, I honestly don't know. I, my only complaint about Tej is he just like has the weirdest transformation of them all <laughs> where like it makes no sense looking at like the first time he makes an appearance and the last time he's in a movie, you look at that and you're like a lot happened between this character and none of it makes sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. And they didn't even remotely try to explain it, which no, I also no. partially love. Uh, because- then the other thing that I love is Vin Diesel's character. I love Dom. So that's my other thing. And it just, 
Well, here's the thing. Dom has little to no character development in the entire series. No, not even a little bit. But that's also what I like is because you know what he's about right away. And he continues to be about that Uh forever. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, yep. And then another thing that I, very noticeable, Mia is barely in the movies, which I know we touched upon that before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. And it does seem like Paul Walker was the glue that was holding this franchise it together. It sure did. Because <laughs> uh, looking at the last two movies, without Paul Walker, things start falling apart. They do. And I just like, yeah, that's I still stand by it. Even though I love this franchise, they should have ended it at seven. Mm-hmm. And nine is going to be something else, dude. We'll see if Han can bring it back. and kind We'll see of- if Han and John Cena can revive this for us. And I guess Mia will be there as well, because she wasn't there in eight. I don't know how much of an appearance she's going to have. No, I think she seems like she's there the whole time. I, sure, sure. So, I don't know. Oh, I didn't tell you this. Oh. Because I thought about this in my head. I looked up, because I had to know, is Lil Bow Wow in nine? Oh, I'm guessing he is. He he is. Very excited. He announced on his most recent tour. Like he was announcing that he was like going to go on tour in like January and was like, yeah, also I am in F9. And that is so exciting to me because it means that he will be there. I'm so excited. But you know what that also means? What? Southern fuckboy is going to be in the movie. I mean, he is already. He I was know, in the trailer. We know. But like, and so I, was how was what's his face? I can't think of his name. Uh, the other Asian guy, I can't remember his name. He's like Eugene or something. Uh, yeah. And so that's tight. Mm-hmm. I will take that. Because apparently, like a large part of that movie takes place in Tokyo. Interesting. Which I did not realize before. So maybe they just like hang out with the Tokyo Drift crew. The the new Drift King. The new Drift King. What? Oh my God! What if DK is in it as well? Will Will? You mean Donkey Kong? Yeah. Will Neela be in it? Who knows? Um, I assume no. I assume no as well. But Bow Wow's making his grand return. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So who knows? I yeah. Who knows? I I want to be excited about that movie, but like I, I still am because of what I just said. Like to mm-hmm. me, this is like Infinity War now. If the two crews meet, oh my god, it will be the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> well, I would say when Guardians of the Galaxy met uh, Tony Stark is probably going to be better than anything that happens in the movie. Uh, I disagree, but that, that's okay. Sure. I lo- I love this franchise and I'm so ready. For... See, I, I love Marvel though, just as much. So, oh man, I just, I'm so ready. I wish I had already seen the movie. I wish it was out fucking COVID. Yeah. <sighs> but they've had an entire year to, you know, really tighten things up, man. Really tighten it up. Really just get in there and fine tune it. Justin Lin has been, you know, he's just, they trimmed it down. It. They trimmed it down from three hours and four minutes to three three hours and two minutes. Really trimming the fat off. 
you, yeah, I so what is the if that movie is three hours long, what is the extended cut Blu-ray gonna be like? Oh boy. It's gonna be well, like seven hours no, long. No, it's like no. the Lord of the Rings no, extended if, trilogy. If it's it's actually three hours and eight minutes. So like if we go by Fast and Furious, the extended cut will be three hours and nine minutes. No, the cut for eight was like twenty minutes longer. Sure, though. sure. The rest of them were like twenty seconds longer though. So. Yeah. Okay, Man. that's really. Google needs to f- to fix the rating in move her movies Boy. because I have Fast and Furious Nine Googled, and it's already got a four point nine rating on Google. Well, I mean that's just true. <laughs> and over two thousand people have already rated it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you should be able to rate a movie that hasn't been released yet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> and there's already 384 reviews. Oh, I'm man, sure. I'm going to get in there and reveal it. Five stars. <laughs> Han's back. Justice for Han. So, like, not, it has 2,000 ratings and over 300 reviews. So, um, I'll have to go through and read these because I'm sure there's uh, some great stuff. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so. Oh, one last thing. I did like the little nod of, uh, uh, Jason Statham referencing the Italian job in this movie. Oh, yeah. Because um, I don't know if you remember this. I don't remember this part. I was going to say I liked when they referenced Mr. Nobody. But... Oh, yes. Uh, it was when they like went to his secret uh, place in London and like he was walking through like and they were like showing off his cars. Mm-hmm. And then he like points to uh, Mini Cooper. Uh and then he says, I, I used this car when I did a job in Italy. Mm, mm-hmm. I, so I was like, oh, that's a, an Italian job reference. Nice. But, uh, and then I thought I should watch the Italian job. because Yeah. So you know what I thought about after this? I have never watched the Mission Impossible movies. I've never and watched them either. They are like this now mm. where there are like seven of them. Yes. And they just keep bringing back the same crew over and over for no reason. Yeah. Uh, and it, it seems like people are really into them. Yes, I guess some of them are actually like legitimately good movies. My thing is, I'm just not a big Tom Cruise fan. I'm not either, but I am a big dumb action movie fan with a stupid plot fan. So, uh, well, if you go by the last two movies. Well, OK, but I mean, like. I have Tom Cruise is more of like a real actor to be fair. Sure. Yes. He is an actual, you know, like movie star. So yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, like my thing is I just, I don't really like Tom Cruise that much. So, but this yeah, I've heard, sense, I've heard great things about mission impossible and yeah. Uh, so, so I might have to start checking that out <laughs> to fill the void that fast and the furious has left in my heart. Uh, well, right now I think, you should be feeling pretty good about having like some fast and furious uh, that you've gone through and watched. That is true. And now I own all of them on Blu-ray. Yes, you do. (laughs) So if we ever want to watch the bloopers or the deleted scenes, I can hook us up. Uh, And now when you buy nine and both 10 movies, they'll be different than the, the case that you have. And you're going to be so happy about that. 
I know, but the to be fair, they're all in one comically large case, except for Hobbs and Shaw. Right. So it just says Fast and the Furious on it, and it's just eight discs inside of it. So, you know, it could be a prettier box, is all I'm saying. Well, you only spent like $10 on it or whatever. Yeah, it was like basically free. So. <laughs> they were like, please take this. Please they were like, please take this. Take this. And it, so that, that one is white and Hobbs and Shaw is yellow. So it's already fucked up. Mm. So they also use different fonts. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, I think that wraps it up, though, for this episode. Yeah, that's that's it for this episode. Um, thank you for joining us on this wonderful journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're here for the video games, uh, check back next week where we will be able to talk about the Xbox Series X because you are getting that and the PlayStation 5 because I am getting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there will be games. Yakuza 7 will be out by then. Spider-Man Miles Morales will be out by then. Bug Snacks, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. All of it. It's all happening. Assassin's Creed is next week. Isn't it? Doesn't it launch? I thought it was the following week. Maybe it's Friday. Okay, you are right. It is the 12th. Okay, that's what I thought. Well, actually, the 10th for PlayStation 4 Xbox. and Xbox. Uh, the mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 is the 12th. Okay. Oh, God. Well, yeah, because it can't come out before the console. On right, that console, right. that makes yeah. sense. Uh, I mean, that'd be really funny. It would be. I mean, they usually do do that. Now I'm just so. kind of... God, I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to buy. Well, I know I don't have to buy bug snacks. And yeah. I already bought Miles Morales, so hopefully Amazon doesn't fuck me on that. But it doesn't matter because I'll have Yakuza. So yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna because like I don't want to buy like everything at once. I kind of want to spread things out a little bit. So yeah. I'm gonna have to like I want to. I really want to play Miles, but it'd be really stupid to buy an Xbox Series X and then buy <laughs> Miles Morales for my PS4. So I guess I'm gonna have to choose between Assassin's Creed and Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Which those are two very different games. Yakuza sounds so tight, so I am very excited. Yeah, but I was so excited to play in a Ubisoft open world game, and then well, why don't we got, you just play Watch Dogs? And then man? we got Watch Dogs, man. You just play Watch Dogs. It's true. Wait, are you playing it on PS4? No, I'm playing it on Xbox. Oh, okay. Well, see, then you, yeah, did you already got that? So, yeah, I mean, I purposely bought it on Xbox, so I'll get. No, I, that makes sense. Yeah, so you can get the next gen upgrade, yes. and you can just really experience the true next gen with mm-hmm. the fun product that you love. Yeah, <laughs> it'll. I, I don't even know how it'll get improved. Like, I don't know what what you could like. There's nothing that you can improve with that game. No, I don't. I don't know, man. They they can make it better graphically and I, there'll be I, all kinds of reflective, the graphics, re- reflective surfaces on uh, windows and shit. I don't know. That will not fix what is wrong with that game. No, of course it won't. <laughs> they would have to make a new game to yeah. fix what's wrong with the game. <laughs> hey, we patched you a new game in yeah. here. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, none of it, none of the glaring yeah. issues that product has will be fixed, but yeah. Yeah, so, all right. I think that does uh, wrap things up. Yeah, that, that'll do it. If you want, tune into Extra Life tomorrow, November 7th, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and if you don't catch us for that, catch us for our hot podcast next week. Peace out. <laughs>